Hello, market meditators, and welcome to your daily market briefing. Short, snappy, no BS, 10-minute daily updates about the crypto markets. Delivered to you by me, Kin. Crypto investors are being lied to. By the end of today's call, we're going to reveal some truths about crypto because a lot of crypto investors are being lied to right now. There's all sorts of different theories about there regarding when the market conditions are going to turn. And I'm going to tell you at the end of the call about something that has to happen before we see any type of relief rally or sustained positive momentum. When it comes to the crypto markets, being able to preempt when conditions might turn is essential to success. And many people won't want you having this kind of information, but make sure you stick around until the end to acquire it. So why crypto investors are being lied to and the truth about the markets. Before we get to that point in the call, however, we will look over the BTC, Ethereum and altcoin market charts together. And we're going to run through some of the top headlines, risks and opportunities in the crypto markets today. Jumping into the one day BTC chart, we see we're currently trading around about the 19k level. And that's roughly where we've been around over the past 24 hours. Zooming out to the five day price action, we see something interesting happened on Friday. We printed a big red candle around about 12.30pm GMT. More at the end of the call regarding exactly what happened on Friday at 12.30pm GMT, which caused sell pressure in the crypto markets. However, zooming out to the one month, we can see that BTC is between that 18K to 20K range still. On the Ethereum chart, we see we are currently trading around about the 1.3K level. Once again, we can see that whatever caused some sell pressure around about 12.30 PM GMT on Friday for BTC had a similar effect for Ethereum as well. Remember that the second largest crypto and market value has been sharing many of the same day fluctuations with Bitcoin since last month's merge, the technological overhaul that is leading to a more energy efficient Ethereum blockchain. And also remember the merges benefits will occur over time. So Ether is likely to continue being part of wider crypto price trends. Turning our attention now to the altcoin markets, filtering by the biggest movers on the 24 hour, we see some of the biggest winners are Tron, TRX and Terra Classic. In terms of downside pressure, we see our biggest losers in the top 50 by market capitalization are Quant Token and Chili's. Worth noting as well on the Dogecoin seven day chart, Ethereum has actually lost a lot of the ground that it gained earlier last week on the news that Elon Musk is proceeding with his purchase of Twitter. When Elon Musk's legal attorneys announced that they are going to continue with their purchase of Twitter, Twitter stock experienced a sharp rally. And of course, Elon Musk is a vocal Dogecoin advocate. So we saw Dogecoin rally quite significantly. And now we see that a lot of that rally has been retraced. Remember, we always talk about this in more bearish market conditions, very sharp price rises very quickly can become sharp price decreases as well. So a lot more volatility is to be expected in these kind of market conditions. So the charts are done. That means we need to head on over to the top headlines in the crypto news today. And remember, you've got to stick around until the end to find out why crypto investors are being lied to and more importantly to find out the truth of the matter regarding the current state of the crypto markets. Top headline number one, crypto investment firm Blockwater Technologies defaults on DeFi loan. The South Korea based crypto investment firm failed to make a payment of a $3.4 million loan to TrueFi, a decentralized lending protocol. Blockwater's default seems to be the latest example of the crypto industry's insolvency crisis. This year's dramatic downturn of crypto 
markets, exacerbated by the implosion of the Terra blockchain, has led to the bankruptcy of multiple high-profile crypto firms, such as hedge fund Three Arrows Capital, crypto lender Celsius Network, digital asset broker Voyager Digital, and crypto mining data center operator Compute North. If we are looking for metrics of a healthy market, insolvency, default on loans is definitely not one of them. In fact, a better sign of health in the markets is new partnerships and innovations, which we are going to discuss as top headline number two, taking the partnership global. FTX and Visa have expanded their partnership. They are now taking the US debit card program to a global level. Let's take a closer look and see where they will be expanding. These debit cards are currently available in the US. They are now being rolled out globally in over 40 additional countries that focuses on countries in Latin America, Europe, and Asia. Interestingly, these debit cards are linked directly to a user's FTX account. Cardholders will also not be subject to any administrative or processing fees for using the card. And the debit cards are expected in Europe by the end of the year. Additional regional launches are planned for 2023. So that begs the question, is Visa bullish on crypto? Their CFO, Vasant Prabhu, said that Visa doesn't have a position as a company on what the value of cryptocurrency should be. As long as people have things they want to buy, Visa wants to facilitate it. Although crypto prices are down from recent highs, it is a common theme to note that companies such as Visa continue to expand and show interest in crypto. While Visa does not have a stance on the price of crypto, a Visa executive said, at Visa, we believe that digital currencies will have a lasting impact on the future of financial services and money movement. A few years ago, cryptocurrency was at a point on its maturity cycle where people or companies who were adopting crypto were the ones who liked it and appreciated what it had to offer with its finite supply perhaps, with the lack of an intermediary, with the permissionless and anonymous nature of the business, etc. But now we see that the crypto markets have gotten so big that even if someone doesn't have an affiliation or a personal interest in cryptocurrency, it is just too big to ignore and they will have to adopt it to satisfy customer and consumer demands. Next up, we've got the news that DeFi startup Arch has raised $500 million to become the BlackRock of Web3. Great news that DeFi startup Arch closed an oversubscribed seed round co-led by digital currency Groove and SoftBank spin-off Upload Ventures. The startup aims to make investing in DeFi accessible to the everyday investor. Remember, oversubscribed refers to an issue of stock shares in which the demand exceeds the available supply. For example, an oversubscribed IPO or initial public offering indicates that investors are eager to buy the company's shares leading to a higher price and or more shares offered for sale. So clearly investors think there is a lot of upside and prospects in DeFi in Web3, otherwise it's unlikely that the round would have been oversubscribed. Just a few more headlines then until we get into why crypto investors have been lied to and the truth of the matter about the crypto markets. The Helium COO says there is no basis for Binance's partial dislisting of HNT. The chief operating officer of the Helium Foundation, Scott Segel, has claimed there is no basis for cryptocurrency exchange Binance to delist several trading pairs of its cryptocurrency Helium Network Token, or HNT. Segel's comments come after an October 6th notice by Binance saying the exchange is removing the cross-isolated margin spot trading pairs for HNT and Binance USD, Tether, and Bitcoin. What's more, Binance has strongly advised users to close any positions in its listed pairs as user positions will be forcibly closed and any pending orders cancelled on October 12th with only spot trading for the HNT BUSD pair remaining. Decentralized exchange Uniswap version 3 also gets wrapped onto StarkNet. 
Ethereum native projects like Uniswap that are written in Solidity can now be transpiled to Starknet via Nethermind's new Warp project. Our last bit of important crypto news now until we get into why crypto investors have been lied to and the truth of the matter. Earlier, we spoke about the Ethereum charts. With the merge behind us, Ethereum's transaction speeds have significantly increased and the energy required to power the network is now only a fraction of what it used to be. But for some, the most important benefit is still being decided. As Ethereum mining grew, High-powered graphics cards needed for mining became very hard to find. While most didn't dare trivialize the merger's objectives, the effect on the price of video cards was the most important issue for many projects. Miners were buying up graphics cards at such a competitive rate, it was virtually impossible to find any GPUs so at MSRP from retail stores and sites like Best Buy. The incredibly high demand gave rise to an entire secondary market dominated by bots, drastically inflating the price of hardware as they scalped new cards, selling them to consumers at much higher prices. After many months, prices are beginning to return much closer to baseline, according to some reports. Consumers in China can reportedly now expect to pay about $400 less for one of the most popular models, RTX 3080. Despite the dip in the price of cards and the reduction in demand for high-powered GPUs used in Ethereum mining, some critics still believe that video cards will not become significantly cheaper anytime soon. This is mostly due to the appearance of new proof-of-work projects continuing to pop up. The combination of supply chain shortages and crypto mining popularity may continue to impact prices for years to come. But for those looking to get our game on in the short term, some relief looks as it may well be on its way. Top headlines done, charts done. Let's move on now to the fundamental alpha drop part of this call, specifically why crypto investors are being lied to and the truth of the matter. There are so many theories and rumors circulating out there regarding when the crypto markets are finally going to recover. I've seen some people say that October has historically been a positive month for the cryptocurrency market, so that means we will magically go into a bull market again. Many people said the Ethereum merge would send us into a bull market if it was successful, which of course it was. All sorts of theories, all sorts of statements, but a lot of these are lies. And in fact, I think really there's one thing we need to see in the crypto markets before we can see any type of relief at all. For the crypto markets to recover, we need for there to be demand for risk assets once again. For as long as inflation levels are as high as they currently are, we will not see bid pressure for risk assets increase to the levels we want. Let's take a closer look at exactly what I mean by this. We experienced a big red candle at around about 12.30 GMT last Friday because that is when we got the non-farm payrolls data. Remember, non-farm payrolls is just a measure of the number of workers in the US, excluding farm workers and workers in a handful of other job classifications. It excludes farm workers as well as some government workers, private households, properties, and non-profit employees. The data on non-farm payrolls is collected by the Bureau of Labor Statistics, or the BLS, and it's put in its monthly employment situation report, which also includes the unemployment rate. This is a heavily watched report, it comes out the first Friday of every single month, and it tells you a lot about the state of the current US labor market, and therefore the US economy, and therefore, given US is the biggest economy in the world, the global economy. Because this is such a big event for the markets, it makes sense that economists and traders 
usually try to predict what's going to happen. For the non-farm payrolls numbers, the expectation was an increase of 250,000. The number we actually got was higher at 263,000. This caught the markets off guard because it showed that the economy is growing faster than they thought. So why is it bad for Bitcoin and other risk assets if the economy is growing faster than expected? That means that inflation is growing faster than expected. And remember, there's a target inflation rate of around about 2% that the Federal Reserve tries to achieve through interest rate changes at the monthly FOMC meetings. The next meeting is coming up in 23 days. Let's look at the probability of what may happen at that meeting. Priced into the market at the moment is a 20% probability of a 50 basis point hike and a much more aggressive 80% probability of a 75 basis point hike. The higher the interest rate increase is in this scenario, the 75 basis point increase, the worse it is for the crypto markets. Remember, higher interest rates make spending less attractive because it's more expensive to borrow money. They make saving more attractive because you earn more on your money. When people don't want to spend, when they don't want to take out loans, they don't have as much appetite to buy volatile, risky assets like cryptocurrency. They'd rather hold on to the dollar, which has been on an uptrend for months. They prefer keeping their money in government bonds and other safe assets. So signs that the economy is growing too quickly, like the non-farm payrolls, are bad news for the cryptocurrency markets. So what does the future of the markets look like? We've constantly got big data points coming up about the health of the global economy. For example, just this Thursday, we have the CPI or Consumer Price Index coming in for the United States. Currently, the consensus is that the CPI year on year is going to come in at 8.1% versus 8.3% last year, suggesting that inflation levels are cooling down slightly because, of course, CPI is one measure of inflation. On Friday, we've also got the Consumer Sentiment Index, the Michigan Consumer Sentiment Index, which is an important indication of people's optimism and faith in the markets, which is expected to increase. For the crypto markets to take a turn for the positive, for the upside, what we need to see is all these major data points, particularly the ones that are high impact, showing us that the economy is slowing down, inflation is slowing down, that consumer appetite and sentiment is increasing. We need more and more signs that the economy is becoming a safer, more stable place. It's only when we start getting signs like that, it's only when the data points provide confluence to that end that we might see the crypto markets take a more bullish turn. Don't believe in things like, oh, it's going to be better in October because that's usually the case. This is exactly what we need to see for the markets to take a turn for the better. Maybe it's not the answer you wanted, but we believe in sharing real news here at Market Meditations. Alvida, that is goodbye in Hindi.